All right. Thank you for listening to Remake Rewind, the podcast where we decide if remakes or reboots should have happened. I'm Mike, as always, and with me is my good friend Dustin. How are you doing, Dustin? I'm doing well. Thank you, Michael. Oh, you're welcome, man. I'm just going to start off with this podcast and just say that this one was a chore. I felt like this is the one where we did work. Uh, yeah, it, we, it definitely took some effort. Yeah, we put in the work for, for our listeners, and uh, you guys are welcome. I'm just going to start with that. So, <laughs> <laughs> so we watched uh, Planet of the Apes, the 1968 Charlton Heston classic, and we watched the 2001 Tim Burton remake, which... Uh, Doing my research online seemed to confuse everybody who've ever watched this movie. Oh, really? Yeah, a lot of people do not understand that movie. The it's Tim Burton movie? The Tim Burton one. It it's, makes very little sense. It makes very little sense in the fact that they... The main thing that people don't understand is that twist ending, and they just did that because they needed their Statue of Liberty scene. Yeah, it really didn't make any sense, though. No, it didn't. And I've got a lot of problems with the science, as you know, as all of our listeners know, after doing the uh, the Thing episode and one other episode, I am an amateur scientist. Not and a professional. Not a professional. I have not done science for money, but I will have some uh, grievances with the science in this movie, both of these movies, eventually. So what what are your feelings with these movies? Like, what's the history, like your, your relationship with Planet of the Apes, Dustin? I, I really have very little connection to them. I think that my dad liked them, and I remember them being on, like, TBS or something when I was little, and, you know, he would, like, try to get me to watch it with him, and, like, I just didn't care. Yeah. I, I, I just didn't care about what was happening on the screen. Maybe I was too little to really care about it. I remember not really liking the the makeups on in the original on the original ones, yeah. Yeah. Like I, I just kinda remember even as a child, like seeing through it, you know? Like yeah. I, I couldn't suspend my disbelief to for the apes in the original one. It's the mouth. Uh, the yeah. mouths are weird. It's actually way better in the Tim Burton one. Those costumes oh, are amazing. They're amazing. But um no, I have no real personal connection to it or any real love for the franchise. At all, I guess I like that they kind of like made fun of the costumes on uh, Mystery Science Theater three thousand. Oh bit. yeah, totally. <laughs> I um I have a similar experience with these movies. Uh, my dad loved the original ones. Um, there's five movies in the original series, which is crazy, and they start off as pretty straightforward, and then they get really weird, and they start involving time travel and going into the past, and it gets oh, really convoluted uh but basically my dad loved these movies and like like your dad made me watch it every time it was on tv so my I dad remember, made you watch or, it <laughs> like like you your dad. i i actually sat there and, i knew and he had a secret family <laughs> but uh my dad made me watch these movies too and my dad loved them i remember at some point when i had a job and could could afford to get like my own christmas gifts for like my family i bought him a box set of all five of the original movies and i remember he made us go see the uh the tim burton one in theaters he was my dad was super excited for that movie so i know we saw it and then i think we rented it once and then he was just like well we're never going to watch this again <laughs> <laughs> but yeah i I, re I remember liking the 2001 mark Wahlberg tim burton one as you know, that came out when I was like 12, 11 or 12. Yeah. Uh, so I thought that one was cool back then. But we'll talk about what we think now in just a bit. Mm. I already said it was work. So I think that's kind mm -hmm. of 
mm-hmm. a clue. So why don't you uh, summarize the first movie? For, actually, you know what? Let's figure out our criteria before we wander. What are we going to talk about? I mean, I think we can talk about like the you know the costumes and the design of the world. They're pretty different. The uh, uh, the male leads, the Charlton Heston, Mark yeah. Wahlberg characters. Yeah, that's cool. And I guess uh, the main apes. Yeah, those well, those will lump into characters, and maybe yep. just the technology. I don't yeah. know. There, there's very different technology there's... going on in these movies. Yep, yep. The worlds were drastically different. I think we'll just use that as a, a skeleton for the conversation and flesh it out. Yeah. So uh, well, so the original '68 one, um, you know, Charlton Heston plays Taylor. Um, an astronaut. He also has a crew of other dudes. I don't remember their names, but there's a couple Landon of Landon and Dodge. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, and they're like in hibernation when their ship crashes on the planet. Um, they're trying to figure out what's going on. Uh, they make their way out of the capsule. They get into a raft for a little while. Um, they kind of make their way like through some canyons and whatnot. And all, all the while... All the while, Charlton Heston is just kind of being a dick to these oh, guys. he's definitely a dick. Like, I, it doesn't make any sense why he's so mean to his own dudes. Like, Oh, he's I've, a <laughs> dick and a like, half, I feel man. like if you're, like, with a group of dudes who you've already been traveling through space with, like, is he a dick to them on the spaceship, too? Like, it doesn't make sense that you wouldn't immediately try to, like, get along and survive in well, this situation. Well, especially, like, they're doing, like, a colonization mission. Yeah. Which is weird with three dudes and one female who died. Like her cryo sleep just didn't work. Yeah. Uh, but you're going to like they at one point they call her their uh, their Eve, which is fucked up. That's weird. Yeah. It's really weird. Um, but at least there's going to be some like mixed race babies because, you know, there's Dodge. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, he's just like a dick the entire time. Like he's just like she was the most important thing on that craft. She was our Eve, and like he's not even like emotional about it. He's just like very matter of fact that like the chick he was gonna get a plow. <laughs> yeah, dead. she's gone. It's like he, maybe he blames them. I don't know. He's, he's don't got know. a weird attitude about it. He's just super mean to them. And he's like, he does that maniacal laugh when they find um, when the guy like plants the flag. Yeah, just, like it like zooms out. You just see him like looking up in the sky, long. Ah, 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 ah. Yeah, ah, like an evil why? laugh. I don't know, man. Why? Anyway, whatever. So they do that. They're, they they don't know if there's any life on the planet, and then they find uh, like a plant uh, and kind of like an oasis, um, and then they find like some people, like some savage. You see them tight humans. buns in that scene. Yeah, there's a lot of buns. <laughs> yeah, and then they find some people like running around, savage people, and then they're attacked by. The apes, and they get taken prisoner. And I guess these apes have, like, guns. I want to say, yeah, they have guns and carts with horses and photography. Yeah, totally. But, like, old school, like, Civil War era photography. Yeah, but they have it. So I I guess they know how to do some stuff, but it's just kind of a weird mishmash of technologies that they have access to, which I, I thought I found strange. Um, and then they get, uh, they bring him back. Uh, Don't forget he got shot. Oh yeah. He in got the shot neck. in the throat or something. <laughs> yeah. he's, he's fine though. He just can't talk. He can't uh, talk for like 20 minutes of the movie. God, this is taking forever. Just summarizing this movie is work. Oh my God. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, so then they bring him back. Um, who is there? Zira and Cornelius, uh, like a nice, Ape woman, science couple, and, and uh, archaeologist. Uh, they find him, and you know, there's like some somewhat friendly towards uh, towards humans. I guess like they don't think they're just stupid animals. 
Um, what is it then? Eventually, they like stage an escape uh, to the Forbidden Zone. I'm, pr- I'm sure I'm skipping over a bunch of nonsense I don't really care about. <laughs> yeah. um, they go to the Forbidden Zone, and they find out that like humans had been there first. <laughs> or at least had been a more advanced civilization at one time. And there's much argument. And then uh, we get to the Statue of Liberty scene on the beach. Yeah. And, and more screaming and more insanity from Charlton Heston. More. I mean, man, that was expertly summarized. Like, you got the meat and bones, man. I'm proud of you. Ugh. I'm tired. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I hope I never have to do that again. Oh, you're going to do it in a few minutes when we move to the other one. Oh, God. I'm just kidding. I can do the other one if you oh, want. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, like. This movie is really weird, so I think we should just dive into Charlton Heston's character, Taylor. Like, the movie opens with him doing this, like, weird monologue on space travel and relativity and how traveling at the speed of light is significantly, they're going to age significantly slower than their human counterparts on Earth. And it's like a good four or five minute speech on the science of speed of light and everything like that. So... That's a little weird, like just a weird way to start the movie. Like it just that's your cold open. Yeah, talking to himself. Yeah, talking talking to the ship the, the ship's computer, and then which anybody who'd be listening to that log would already know that shit. Yeah, and also like the whole time he's like mixing up like his injection to put him to sleep or whatever, uh, smoking a cigar on the <laughs> spaceship, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> which is probably not a good idea, but okay. Uh, and yeah, and also just being like so like. I don't know, man. Just like aloof and shitty, like just like a know-it-all. I don't know. I didn't like him. I didn't like no. him at all. So like when they're walking around with it's um with him, Landon, and Dodge. Um, Landon is very obviously distraught. Like he's just like, what is going on? And Dodge is like, you know what? We need to figure out what's going on. So like Dodge is going through and taking soil samples to figure out, you know, if this place could sustain life. And they're in an area that we find out later is like radioactive. And that's why you yeah. know they can't they don't find any life immediately. And then Landon is just like, Man, this really sucks. What's going on? Where are we? And uh Taylor who's like just very it's like, We're somewhere between Betelgeuse and like this star, you know, we're two thousand yeah. years in the future and three hundred and something light years away, blah, 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 blah. And he's just like there, I've told you where we are. And he's yeah, like, well, I that's remember, not good. Yeah. And he's like, what do, you, what do you want from me? I've told you exactly where we are. <laughs> well, first off, no, you haven't. And secondly, like, why are you being you like condescending You have no way of prick? knowing any of this. You're just yeah. making up shit, you crazy asshole. Uh, and like, I would clearly be so something pissed happened. if I crashed like, on a system. planet with this fool. Oh, man. <laughs> like, clearly your system mal- malfunctioned. You have no idea. Where- and he ended up being wrong. Like, let's yeah, also, that. dude, you were the guy that I presume put it into autopilot and, you know, set it all up. Right. Like, you're the guy like, that fucked us, okay? And they didn't show anything like a meteor or like a little space rock hitting them or a storm that sends no. them off. So, like, you could say that it was probably incompetence. You I don't really it's, know. <laughs> it's pilot error. <laughs> and then, like, they're, like, he's obviously the leader. So, at one point, like, I already mentioned him, like, making fun of Landon for, like, doing like a little tiny grave for the I think the character the female's name was Char- uh, Charlotte or something like that mm. he makes like a little mound puts a flag in it he just like does that maniacal laugh and then they're like he's like well we should go they're like which way and he's like that way they're like why he's like for no particular reason I just want to go that way and yeah like, he says it. he says it to them yeah for he's no reason at all like he's yeah. like it's cool that he has no idea where he's going and then 
just to show like how much more of a dick he is like later on they go and they when they come across the humans so they go skinny dipping and like the humans take take their clothes and all their like tools and stuff like that and it's weird that scene is a little weird because like they get out of the water to investigate a footprint and Landon and Dodge are crouched and then he just stands upright, like so. Their heads are right at his like dick level. Like his <laughs> dick is right, right in their face, just swinging around, and like they're just like saying that's a little weird. There's like, an awkward staging. All of it's weird. He's just terrible to. And them. then and, so, like, <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. Sorry. So they go and find the people, and they're like, "Oh my god, this is amazing!" And he's like, "Look at the bright side. This is the best they got, and we'll be running this place soon." Like he's like gotta like just be their leader and take over that tribe <laughs> yeah, like that's his yeah. first thought about seeing people is not like oh where are we is this another planet where life exists like humans existed you know because it's been it's supposed to be two thousand years in the future like maybe yeah. maybe you know other astronauts colonize this planet first like his mind doesn't go there at all it's just like i'm gonna be the king i'll rule them all what a fuck dick so a bitch and then the way he um interacts with the apes like he's very like once he figures out how to talk and every or once he re, can he can yeah. talk again he's very much like just a dick to the apes and now granted the apes are using like humans as like slave culture and stuff like that sure but he's just like i'm a human and i'm better than you and yeah. like in this world you're not man no like, clearly you're not and they captured you more than once yeah oh you're so awesome like you, you, you escaped and you got captured what twice yeah dude. Cap- yeah like fuck you man you're not that hot no, and like when he's trying to write in the sand, you know, because he can't talk, and like he, he like I, he like the other know, apes wipe it away. No, the, the other humans like wipe, yeah, it, wipe like it that out. woman wipes it away, and so does like that other guy, and he like throws the girl around and starts kicking that dude. <laughs> he beats like, the shit out of like five humans, yeah. Before like the apes get in there and like calm him down, and then Doctor Zias, the uh, orangutan guy, like sees it and he like wipes it, the rest of it out, uh, <laughs> and then later on, like they have this whole like whole court scene. And he does the classic 60s, 70s, 80s acting where he's like, quiet, quiet, angry, quiet, quiet, (laughs) angry. And he's just like being a condescending prick the entire time versus trying to be like, why don't we work together and see what we can learn, blah, blah, blah. He's just like, I'm better than you guys. Like, fuck you guys. Let me out. He's awful. Kind of thing. It's like, you're an idiot. Like, that's not how you get out of there. And then he is also like, feels like he owns Nova, that brunette chick. Yeah. Who, by the way, is smoking hot. Super hot. Um, So he like... She puts him, she is put in his cage as like a reward because uh, Zira, or no, sorry, Ari. Um, Ari wants her, him to like mate with her and feel like she gave him something as a reward so he'd actually talk because at first they think he's mimicking speech versus actually being able to yeah. be intelligent. And he just decides like she's his property. Like throughout the rest of the movie, he's like dragging her around and like they, oh, they yeah. go to escape with him and he's like, I'm taking her with, with me and like. It was um, Cornelius and Ari's nephew who comes and rescues him. Yeah. And he's like, well, let's go. And he goes, no, I'm taking her. He's like, well, we don't have enough food and stuff for her. And he's like, she's buying. I'm taking her. It's like, God damn, dude. You like, suck. This is 60s chauvinism at its finest. Yeah. And also, you suck at even getting rescued, man. Yeah, man. Just fucking you go. suck at everything. You don't even know this bitch. Yeah. Yeah. Jesus. All right. So <sighs> talking about the apes real quick. Uh, so you had uh, Ari and Cornelius. Ari was a human analyst. I don't remember what she actually said. Human sociologist or social therapist yeah, or something, something like that. that. And then Cornelius was the um, 
archaeologist, and he found like a year prior like evidence that humans were here first or at least another type of ape species was there first and dr zayas was like trying to keep him from doing more research because he knows what's up and dr all the orang and even within the apes they were like super classes like you had the orangutans oh, which yeah. were on top you had the gorilla light ones were the soldiers and then for some reason chimpanzees are considered like the lowest form but in reality like chimpanzees and orangutans are like the two smartest like apes like they are the ones that we associate with intelligence in real life yeah. and it's weird that those the chimpanzees would be like the lowest form of life on that planet other than humans i don't know but yeah i mean even ari and cornelius are still think they're superior to the to charlton heston's character yeah. throughout the entire movie they're just like oh it must be some sort of mutation he's the missing link you know and they keep trying to like ape explain things to him yeah. like they're superior than him and every step of the way like he shows that he's equally their match and then like they do that scene where they go into the cave and they find like all the uh their relics and it's like this is a heart valve and these are eyeglasses and here's a baby doll that can talk you know yeah kind of thing and it was just i don't know this movie was pretty boring it was very boring very like, I don't know, man. Like I have no was... connection to it. Like I have no reason, you know, I have no sentimental attachment to it to try to defend it, even no. as like a piece of popular culture. Like I just don't care. Like for the sixties I can see why those costumes were pretty good. Like the eyes and the hair and the ears looked fine, but those mouths those mouths just flopped around like when they would open, like you can see them like they'd have to have um some slack on yeah. it so they can actually move and it, like it would bunch up all weird. Like they didn't look like mouths. You know, the another thing too that like I felt like the actors in the Tim Burton one were still doing like ape like movements, you know, like they they were still. Yeah, they were like doing the, like the, they were waddling a little bit. They were walking a little bit different. They were like touching each other's hands, you know, or like each other's chests, or like doing like. And they jump like, back if something mannerisms. surprised them. Yeah, and this, I, this they were just like people in suits. Yeah, people I, in ape suits. The with the two thousand one, one with what you just touched on, I have problems with that as well like i i appreciate them like jumping back and the touching and like their weird foreplay that they had in that yeah. one weird se like sex scene but i also so have, yeah it was super hot it was like bordering on howard the duck like boobs <sighs> super hot but i did have some issues which we'll get into a little bit later but you you kind of touched on the the technology like you want to talk about the technology in the world like this one was interesting like they had guns yeah and they had horses and they had you know carts carts and stuff like that cameras. it was a pretty backward yeah it didn't make sense that they had photography now granted it was like old school photography and you know pinhole camera probably like sure but why why did it even happen? where did they get that stuff like how do they figure out that's the way to do it like somebody would have had to do it and then they had this whole like religion um and they don't really go into the origin too much of the apes like they do mention that there were some apes that at one point became pets Actually, I don't even know if this they explain this in the movie. I know I know what happened, but basically, in a nutshell, like there's a point where like there's a virus that kills cats and dogs, so humans start using apes as pets, oh. and then eventually they start getting they start like training them to do you know like housework and field work and stuff like that, and so they basically become slaves. So they get a little bit smarter, and then there's an uprising like thousands of years prior. Mm. Uh, but there, what ended up happening? I guess there was like some war or something like that, and the humans nuked the planet and somehow they evolved backwards to not being able to speak. And they're all mutes and the apes spoke and got, you know, technology and can walk upright. And 
Mm-hmm. I actually have a huge problem with this because this is supposed to be 2,000 years in the future. Mm-hmm. And they're obviously they're making a big push for, for evolution. Like, I don't know if like one of the directors or writers is like really into science because even in the 60s, you know, a lot of schools, they didn't want to teach evolution. They just thought it was wrong. Even now weird. they don't, man. A lot, yeah. Well, those people are idiots. There's a lot of <laughs> There are a lot of idiots. I agree. <laughs> but in this one, like, even if you accept that evolution is the thing, which I do, it takes way longer than 2,000 years to get from <laughs> being a chimpanzee to an upright human. Like, basically just like a furry human with weird features like there's no way in 2000 years well, maybe the radiation that's the only thing that i can think of is that potentially caused it, it was them being irradiated and they just like instead of getting like but i shouldn't have like, to do that work as the yeah viewer. i shouldn't have to think about that I'm yeah not, you shouldn't have to do not it. my job Somebody, to write somebody's this movie. watching this movie 50 years later should not be writing the movie no that's that's my biggest problem with the whole yeah. damn thing so like that doesn't really make sense um yeah, I don't know. I don't have much to say about this movie. Like, I I can see why in the '60s people would liked it. Like, the special effects were pretty amazing, and everyone liked Charlton Heston. You know, he was the man's man and everything like that. But he's the asshole man's. Man. He's the asshole's man. Man, I don't. I wouldn't have liked him then. I don't like him now. No, I don't really have much more to say about this movie. Like, it's. it's, it's uh, I mean, there's a, there's some great one-liners in this movie. Um, that have been in like the top hundred quotes in cinema. Like, so they do have that one where he's like, get your damn hands off me, you dirty ape, you know? Yeah. And that, that one's huge. And then of course the, at the end, like you finally did it. You maniacs, you (laughs) blew it up. Damn you. Damn you all to hell. Like that's been spoofed in so many things. Yeah. And like, they did some clever stuff in this movie. Like there's a point where they do like the see no evil, hear no evil, speak no evil. Yeah. I don't know if in the trial, like you see one orangutan's got his hands over his eyes and you know, that was pretty interesting. And this movie, like behind the scenes had a lot of weird shit going on. Yeah. Like Charleston, Charlton Heston had the flu during the entire shoot and like they kept him sick because they liked how his voice was gravelly. Oh, okay. Instead of just letting him get better and just like, Hey, do that voice. Um, so he was sick almost the entire uh, shoot. And then uh, Linda Harrison, who played Nova, the super yeah. Yeah. Uh, hot, you know, primitive woman, she actually had an affair with the producer and got pregnant before the movie started filming. And so, like, by the end of the movie, she was showing said to do some stuff, but, like, she totally just got that part because she was banging the producer. Well, good for her. Yeah. And then, like, they got married. Like, he left his wife when the baby was born Damn. and then, like, married her for, like, three years or some shit like that. Damn. It's pretty fucked up. That's well, it. That's, that's more interesting than the movie. movie. Yeah. That's it. I'm done. <laughs> All right. Well, Planet of the Apes. Original. Planet of the Apes, 1968. Not that fun. All right. So, Dustin, did you know this was based off a book? Like a French I book? I did. I did know that. I don't know if it's on Audible, but if anyone wants to check out Audible, they can see if it's on there. And you could see get... if it is available on Audible. And if it is and you're interested in listening to it, you guys can get that book for free. What? Free. Free. Totally free. It's probably uh, better than this movie. Probably. I actually know a little bit about the book. It sounds pretty interesting. I might check it out. But we have partnered up with Audible to give our listeners a free 30-day 30, 30 trial. I almost said 30-month. Free 30-day trial, not 30-month. Not 30 months. 30 days. And you get one free book, and you guys can check it out. If you really like it, keep it. If you don't, you can cancel the service, and you get to keep that free book. But it's really awesome. I'm like three-quarters of the way done with it, and I'm really, really liking it. I'm probably going to check out another book pretty soon. But... 
yeah, check it out. Support a really great company and support one of your, hopefully one of your favorite podcasts. And that's it. Thank you guys right. for checking that out. All right. So we are going to be talking about the second movie, the 2001 Tim Burton, Mark Wahlberg, not classic Planet of the Apes. Now, this movie is interesting. Like it was like this movie is interesting. It was commercially successful, like on a budget, of like 100 million. It did like 362 million. So wow. it made a decent amount of money, you know, even after you factor in like what they would have had to do for promotions and stuff like that. It made a ton of money. So it's weird that we didn't get another one of these movies, but it turned out Tim Burton like hated making this movie. And a lot of other actors gave up like huge other roles to make this movie. Like almost every main actor in this movie did something like threw away a much larger project because they thought this was going to be huge. Wow. Like Tim Roth, who played Thade, the uh, evil general. Yeah. I'm like, what franchise do you think he gave up? Him being British. And another franchise that started just a year or two after this. It had seven mo- eight movies. Harry in Potter. It. Harry Potter. He gave up being he Snape. He could have been Harry Potter. <laughs> he could have been Harry Potter. No, he was supposed to be Snape, and he uh, passed on I'm it. I'm glad he passed on it. Uh, Alan Rickman was way better. Yeah. Um, Mark Wahlberg was supposed to be Matt Damon's character in Ocean's 11 through 13. And he gave that. He passed on that role. He was already signed on for it. He broke his contract with that role. Dang. Because he met with Tim Burton for five minutes, and he was like, he just really wanted to work with Tim Burton. So Way that's to go, insane. Marky Mark. Yeah, I mean, his career turned out fine though. Oh so yeah, he's, he's fine. He's, he's um, doing great. He's and then doing this those is awesome the movie. Transformers movies. Those are yep. amazing. Transmorphers. <laughs> Stupid movies all the time. Yep. <laughs> but this is also the movie where uh, Tim Burton decided he was going to start banging Helen, Helen and Bonham Carter. Like, that's where they got together ah. on this one. So, hmm. interesting behind the scenes stuff. Hmm. I feel like a lot of mistakes were made. Mm hmm. <laughs> so, do you want to summarize this one or do you want me to do it? No, I don't want to. All right. So, in a nutshell, this movie starts in outer space and there's a chimpanzee in a flight simulator and, like, it crashes and Mark Wahlberg's like, come on. I'm from Boston. What are you doing? Oh, by the way, after watching this movie, Mark Wahlberg is in no position to coach anyone on how to fly one of these space pods because he crashes two of them. Yes, he did. In real life. Yeah, he did. In real. Yeah, not in a simulator. He sucks uh, at flying those things. (laughs) So he's like, come on, guys. What are you doing? That's my best Mark Wahlberg impression. Sound just like him. Good. Say hi to your mother for me. (laughs) 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 So he... um, it's like, man, monkey, you're my best friend, and I love you. And, he, like, for whatever reason, they have, like, they pick up this, like, weird storm interference, and he, like, goes up to the captain, he's like, let me go, and he's like, nah, dude, we, that's what we've got the goddamn chimpanzees for. Well, Why am I going to send out a human? My question there, too, is does anyone have to go? Yes. Okay. They said, like, they've got some weird thing that they're supposed to, because there was also, they were picking up frequencies through it. Yeah. They were picking up communication. So because there was communication coming through it, they had to investigate it. Okay. So he's like, come on, put me in, coach. And the captain's like, no, dude, I'm not going to send a human out there when I can send a chimp. That's what we have them for. And Mark Wahlberg's like, this is stupid. Not like Just like uh, Seth Brundle, not realizing what the apes are for in science. It's so you don't have to do this super dangerous stuff. Totally. So he... Like the ape goes missing, so he decides, like, oh, I'm gonna go out there and save this one chimpanzee. Gets caught in this electrical storm and crashes. 
Meanwhile, like they sh- they kind of do some foreshadowing, and by foreshadowing, I mean like they basically tell you exactly what's going to happen. Is you see a you see the transmission, and you see the guy who plays the captain, like super old, saying like yeah. "Mayday, Mayday, we crashed on this planet." So totally giving away the twist ending, or one of the two twist endings. So Mark Wahlberg ends up crashing on this planet, and he has a ship that has a time, like screen and it shows him like traveling in the future like you just see the year going from like 2054 up to like 3000 something or other and yeah, he crashes into this I think that was just there because there was a time like module on the in the original movie yeah because in the original movie they specifically say they're tracking time earth time and their time right. is different so in the original movie it made sense to have that and this one it didn't really make sense for him to have like a time reeling. Dial. like it starts going it's yeah moving forward he crashes into like this lake and gets out of this like ship and immediately he just sees like these humans like running away and he's just like what's going on guys and his signature line in the movie I'm thinking this might sound a little bit more like Jay Leno than Mark Wahlberg yeah um so he ends up running with them they get captured by all these apes and like these apes are like much more ape like like they're swinging from trees they're jumping like 23 feet like there's no fucking way a human could fight one of these no dude no way even like a chimpanzee like if you and i had to fight a chimpanzee together we would probably die we would lose like they're 10 times stronger than us they go for faces off our fingers off dicks off off. in that (laughs) order it would be yeah, a they totally fucking would. mess. You remember that one lady like a couple years back that got mauled by her yeah. pet chimp? Ripped her My, damn could, face off, dude. And Katrina like, actually watched a documentary about like apes gone bad. Like, well, like they're fucking dangerous. Yeah, like, dude. Just public service announcement for all our listeners. Don't get pet chimpanzees. Not if you like having a dick and fingers <laughs> and a face. So anyway, um, he gets captured and... Uh, Paul Giamatti's character Limbo is like selling all these humans and Thade played by uh, Tim Roth is like I'm here to buy a human for my you know little niece child and then I don't remember exactly how um, I can't remember her name Uh, Ari comes around but Helena Bonham Carter is like oh look at we should be nice to these people like they're actually a lot smarter than we think and everyone's like nah dude apes are fucking or humans are fucking stupid so she like goes right up to like the cage and Mark Wahlberg like captures her and he's like help me and then she's like oh he is smart I'm gonna help him out so she buys him and uh, Estella Warren's character which I have no idea what her name is uh, but yeah she like the super hot Canadian synchronized swim swimmer Olympian yeah why is she even in this movie I don't know because she wanted to be an actor oh. Okay. And she's hot, so they were like, well, we might as well give her a chance. She's hot, so, you know, we can put her yeah, on the screen. Yeah, it was just really distracting. Yeah. So they take her, and, like, there's no them getting to know the humans and the apes at all. It's just, like, he is with, like, another gorilla who seems to be, like, a servant, but he used to be, like, a general in the army at some point. And he's just, like, telling him, like, you need to be a slave now. And they're having, like, a dinner, and they're, like, talking about how apes should be and how they should destroy all the apes and somehow Mark Wahlberg escapes and he goes and gets like all the humans and they run away and it's just them running away in multiple scenes for a good half an hour or like oh, God, no forever. progress is really made it's just like they run through the city and then they're in the jungle and then they run in the jungle and then they go across the water and then they go to the spaceship and then they're like oh no here are the apes again and then they run away and they find this river and they're able to get across the river because they have horses because the apes won't cross the river 
but they will if they've got horses. They are able to take some horses, which, by the way, where the fuck did these horses come from? I don't know. There was a lot of them, too. There were a lot of horses. This is not... We find out later that this is not Earth. This is just another planet. We find out that all the life on this planet came from um, crashing. It's like, why would you have horses in outer space? I don't know. Space like, horses. You, it doesn't make any sense. So None. it doesn't make any sense that there are horses None here. at all. So they end up Also, finding, why make them horses? Like, you could have made them some kind of, like, alien creature, you know? That would have made so much more sense. Fuck. Man, why don't we write movies? I don't know. Man. Because <laughs> we don't have time. Uh, so we... Where was, where was I? So they get across the river, and then they go and find, like, the space station that they were that Mark Wahlberg was on and he realizes he's like oh fuck I'm in the future god again dead on dead on <laughs> and uh in the meanwhile like Thade is just me like I think we should exterminate them all and he goes to like Ari's father who's like a senator who's like give like give me martial law man like just let me do it and the senator's like all right fine but, like why does he demons. even need martial law like it just give me a bunch of guys to go kill him is all he's really asking for yeah right so then Thade goes to his dad, whose name is Zias, which is the bad guy in the original movie, yeah. and is played by Charlton Heston. And he reverses some of the lines. So he like he says, like, damn them, damn them all to hell. And then he tells Thade that the humans were actually used to be the 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 masters and the apes were, you know, the slaves and that the apes overthrew them and kind of thing like that. And, you know, it's just really rough, just really quick, just to get Charlton Heston to have a cameo Something and then say, in reverse his lines. Terrible movie. So they go and they have like this final battle and they like set it up where they're going to use, there's just a little bit of fuel left in the rockets. And, you know, after 3000 years, these rockets are still able to start, which is amazing. Well, they so said it's he, got nuclear power. Oh, okay. I missed that. Cause I didn't care. It's running on an infinite power supply. Oh, nice. Except the fuel. Except the fuel. Out. Yeah, that's convenient. So he Stupid. uses, like, the rockets, and he kills, like, a hundred apes in one go with that. And then they, like, battle. And, like, this part drove me crazy because it's, like, these apes are supposed to be super strong. like, And you just see humans, like, overpowering. Even like, if they're like, regular one -on -one ape strengths, you can't overpower them. They're too yeah, strong. And they're, yeah, and they totally get overpowered a lot. Like, And there are way more apes than there are humans, so there's no way the humans would have ever won. But no. then... Another a question space, I have, though, oh, with this movie is when they... So they have all the apes, right? And all the apes are there because they were on the spaceship. Correct. Okay. Why did they have gorillas? Or orangutans. Yeah. I don't know, man. Gorillas no are just sense. really huge and dangerous. I don't... And I they don't need think... a ton of calories to, like, but maintain them. But they're not them. used for science, are they? Typically not, no. 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 Just like horses. No, the only thing I can think of, and this is going to be like the same thing, like why are we having to write the movie after seeing it is maybe this was like a colonization mission and there's like a Noah's Ark type situation. So you they need had a, a couple population of, of gorillas as soon as you land? But, right? But then where are like lions and cats where and dogs cats and stuff like are, that? Yeah, where are cows? Where are where pigs? Are these, so like where, where's stuff you eat? Where's chickens? Yeah, so once again, this doesn't make any sense. Like that doesn't even hold up. Like there's no rhyme or reason Fuck to this it. this shit. Yeah, fuck it. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> so they have this battle and then the space another spaceship comes down and it's the it's the ape from the beginning of the movie. Like he actually went through the storm somehow even though he went through the storm yeah. first. He's the somehow... smartest character in this fucking movie. He can also land <laughs> the pod. He's a better he pilot it. than Marky Mark. Yeah. So he lands it and he like runs into like the little spaceship because it's familiar and Thade chases him in there and Thade fights Mark Wahlberg. And the ape tries to help him out. I think his name was Pericles. Pericles, yeah. 
and he like throws like Thade throws him and Mark's like, oh no <gasps> Pericles yeah. And so they fight and he ends up getting like Thade ends up getting the gun, but conveniently ends up in this like area that has a door that can close, like a blast door. Mm-hmm. So Mark Wahlberg's like, blast door, closes him in, and so he like fires the gun and it ricochets and he gets all scared and cowers into the corner. And then he and does Mark it a lot Wahlberg, more. He does it a lot more, and then he cowers again. <laughs> so Mark Wahlberg goes to outside and he's like, look, guys, like it's done. And Michael Clark Duncan, who's like the super religious guy, is like, dude, this is our God. He's back. Like, this is a sign. Like, humans and and apes should be like tight. And so it just ends. And he's like, Mark Wahlberg's like, I got to go back into outer space. And so he goes to Estella Warren, who he has known for like a day or so, and like just like psychologically just messes with her by kissing her and making it think that there's a bigger deal there than there is and then leaves like how do you go up to some woman kiss her and just be like i'm leaving forever i don't know it's fucked up man but he does it it's pretty it's pretty rapey leaves and then crashes again like you pointed out earlier crashes again on earth but this earth like he lands by the lincoln memorial and you see it looks like faded and then there's like a description in the back that says like they'd rescued us from the humans blah 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 and all these police cars show up and you see like gorillas and all these other apes coming and then the movie just ends like that's the second twist ending kind of thing and then it's just like i remember thinking that was really cool when i was younger but now i'm just like this raises even more questions than anything yeah dude this is just bad like the time like how did when how did they'd go back in time so he took the functioning ship so there's a broken ship in the water which they have already said that apes will not go in the water so that's the other ship unless there are other uncrashed pods on that that ship maybe but he gets in a ship somehow learns how to fly it goes back in time through the storm which how does that storm work like if it's one way you go to the past one way you go to the future well, that's the thing why does he think it's going to return him to his time when it sent the last time we went into it it sent him to a totally random place in time right yes so wh- i don't know man why do you th- oh i'll just fly back in and i'll go back you gotta try something like, well, you gotta go in it in reverse and then you go back like, it doesn't make fucking any kind of sense this dude's a scientist it's like in ferris bueller when like they try to run the odometer or the yeah, the odometer in reverse yeah. by just having the car in reverse. Like that's not how it works, man. It's stupid. Um, but yeah, oh, yeah it doesn't yeah, make why any is sense. Fucking Thade in the the other world. Yeah, how did he get there and when? Because presumably, like that's set up in like maybe it's like mo- other dimensions. Maybe, but it's again, possible, again, but they don't. Again, we're having to write this damn movie. break it apart. Well, and the thing is, like looking online, like nobody is really explained. So what they ended up doing is that it actually is time. So I guess. I, I tried to find it online, but I couldn't find it. But there is a timeline that, because so many people were confused in theaters, they in the DVD they had a like a fold out timeline that it shows what happened. But it's like once again, they just going through the electrical storm. How would he go back further in time? Like you'd have to go back at least several. Th- like it doesn't make any sense. He would have to go back at least several thousand years before. Because it takes time to do the evolution. So if he just went back and like took a bunch of apes from... And in the time frame that like Lincoln was around, all there weren't really any apes in the United States. They would have all been in like I, Africa yeah, dude. and South know. America and Asia. So like how did the apes, you know, rise 
unless he took somehow built a bigger ship and brought a bunch of big apes with him and just took over the earth. Like that doesn't make sense. And same thing. I actually had a bigger problem with the evolution in this movie because this one they say is actually his time things doesn't work, but they say like apparently it's 3000 years in the future, which once again is not enough time to evolve. And this one, the radiation is taken out of the equation. Like how do they evolve from just apes as we have them on the planet today to fully sentient dominant species basically furry humans it's entirely unexplained in three in three thousand years it doesn't make it's sense stupid and then to kind of comment on what you said earlier like i i did like the um like the mannerisms like the you know the padding and the petting yeah, yeah. and the you know when they get scared jumping back and making the noise and stuff like that like that i appreciated and then like i did think it was kind of funny when like the paul giamatti's ape is like hanging upside down and it looks like he's just looking in a mirror yeah. but then he drops pedals and yeah. Like, oh, he's hanging upside down. And like that weird monkey sex scene. Mm-hmm. Um, it's interesting. Like it's building the world. But so there is that monkey mannerism. But they ride horses. Once again, oh, yeah. where do the horses come from? They walk upright. And Sometimes, they ride horses. Unless they run. Unless they're running. It seems weird that they they've evolved to wear like human-like clothing. And the way they walk. Like it's weird that they still do that weird waddle. And not all of them did it. Like some of the apes actors were like walking like they're like how apes we see nowadays like chimpanzees walking you know kind of that weird straddle yeah like if they were riding horses and sitting in chairs and all this stuff like their hips would have evolved to walk normal like ours did yeah probably they're it doesn't make any none sense. of it makes any goddamn Fuck sense. these movies <laughs> let's see yeah did I whatever like, uh-huh. they, they reverse the line like um Michael Clark Duncan gets says, "Get your ha- damned hands off me, you dirty human!" Like yeah. you know, okay. poking fun at it. Um, man, there's nothing. There's nothing this. redeeming about this dude. <laughs> and like the technology, they have no technology. They have less technology than in the original one. Yeah, they don't even have guns. Way, it seemed more consistent, you know. Yeah, that like, like that it makes wasn't sense. This with, like weird no mishmash guns. of bullshit. Yeah. It was just like no. They, well, I mean, they, the mishmash kind of makes sense a little bit in the fact that like they just have what they've found. Maybe. But it's weird. Like, they've got some guns and everything. It's weird that they don't have, like, car stuff. And this one, like, it's very primitive. The The one thing I do got to say is the apes are amazing. Like, the prosthetics, they the makeup. They're, they're fucking fantastic. Like, they look like humanoid apes. Yeah. Like, every single one of them. Very they scary. look amazing. The uh, armor terrifying. looks cool, too. Like, oh, yeah. The whole outfits are good. Like, this movie's it's weird. For being a Burton movie, doesn't look very Burton-esque, like, at all. Uh-uh. Not really. And I don't know if it's because he came into the game late. Like, they were trying to remake this, like, movie from, like, the 80s on. Like, at one point, it was Christopher Columbus was going to do it. Um, like, a bunch of different huge, huge directors were going to do it, and they just kept getting shut down. But, man. It's just bad. It, even going to the ape characters, you have uh, Helena Bottom Carter as Ari. There wasn't a lot to her. It was just, like, she was the one who helped him, but there was no... Other than that, saying like, oh, humans are not bad and everything like that. You had like the one like child uh, played by Deep Roy was like, you're a human lover. But like that was all they were given. And then for whatever reason, Thade is in love with her. But there's no real reason for them to like each other. Like they're polar opposites. Yeah, they have nothing in common. They have uh, like very opposing belief systems. <laughs> like it, it, Yeah, it's weird. It's super weird. And then Michael Clark Duncan. I think Michael Clark Duncan's character... Um, I can't remember what his name is like threat um artar okay it was pretty cool like i liked the the religion who's like bow your heads at dinner and everything yeah. like 
I think he was the most interesting character, and then he flips and is like becomes kind of good at the end of the movie. Yeah. But other than that, like none of the apes. I I think Limbo played by Paul Giamatti. It was like the only one that was like a fleshed out character. Yeah, he has. He's the only one. With like a he real was pretty arc. good. He and changes throughout the movie. He changes throughout. Like initially, it's just for survival, but then he realizes like humans are capable. And what's weird about this one is the humans all talk. Like in the original one, they don't talk. So I can understand why they think that they're superior, but in this one, like they they do talk. No, like, why would they think they're not intelligent? That, but also like then when uh, like they find the space pod or whatever, and Marky Mark's leaving, and Paul Giamatti's got like all the stuff, and he's like, "Oh, now we can trade all this human stuff or trade with the humans." Who wants some aspirin? It's like, how do you know what that is? Yeah, both of these movies actually bothered me that they still speak English. Yeah, like. Even if you go, like, you can just look at how slang has changed in our lifetime. Like, we talk drastically different than our, hu- our, our, our humans. Our parents talked, spoke in the, you know, 70s, 80s. And then you go, you know, even 100 years back, the way we wrote and spoke is drastically different. And, like, when you look at even, like, Shakespeare stuff, like, it's so different that like, you have to almost, like, get those uh, annotated versions of these books to really understand what he's talking about. Like, 500 years, your language is drastically different. The speech patterns, everything to like 3,000 years, and they speak exactly the same type of English that we speak now. Dumb. Fucking idiots. These writers suck. Dumb. I got nothing else to say about this movie. Uh, I. Oh, fuck this movie. Yeah, don't. I don't. Fuck like them it. both. Fuck I definitely both. think. <laughs> I, I liked the 1961, 1968 one better than this one. But I really, I it was a chore. Yeah, it was a lot of work. I, not my thing. If I don't know. Maybe. I love the new movies, though. So we, we picked these movies specifically because the War for the Planet of the Apes is out now. It just came out a couple of days ago. I'm definitely excited to see that one. I love the new ones. Um, I love what Matt Reeves have done with the second. I don't think he did the first one, but I love the new movies. I'm really excited. I definitely think that. I can see why they wanted to reboot the Planet of the Apes. Like, it is an interesting concept. So I definitely think they should have rebooted it. I just think the reboot that we got in 2001 was not good. very good. Yeah. Like, visually, it was amazing. Like, if we yeah took the visuals and had a more interesting, more concrete story, it would have been great. Yeah. Like, I love what we're getting now. Like, I'm really excited. I'm going to go see the new one. Hopefully, Wednesday, I'm going to go see the new one. And I'm really, really excited. Woody Harrelson got... Andy Circus, I'm excited. It, it will that, almost certainly be better than both of these. Oh, it definitely will. The Dawn of the Planet of the Apes, the second one, is amazing. Like, I almost cried in that movie. It was amazing. Shit. It's fucking great. Have you not seen the new ones? No, I have. They're okay. They're fine. Yeah. Well, I'm going to go They're watch better it. Than but other than that, oh, way better. So that's it. Thank you guys for listening to Remake Rewind. You can check us out at mdxpods.com. We're on Facebook. And we are also on Instagram and Twitter at MDX Pods. Also, check out our other podcast, Ruin My Childhood, starring myself and Kat. Uh, Dustin actually did a guest spot on that a couple weeks back. He did an episode of The Sandlot, which was awesome. It was one of my favorite episodes so far. So thank you, Dustin, for doing hey, that. Hey, thanks for having me on that one. Man, you're welcome. <sighs> what a guy. What a You're the guy, man. Bah, you took busy shucks. time out of your schedule and did it. And fucking delivered some of the best jokes we've had on that series. Dang. So, anyway... Thank you guys for listening. Uh, Check us out on Patreon if you want to help us out. Check us out on Twitter. And yeah, that's it. Thank you guys. Thanks a lot.